This episode is brought to you by Netflix. Hold your carriage horses and tighten those corsets. Bridgerton is back. Longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Has Penelope truly pushed aside her feelings for Colin? Will Colin realize his feelings before another suitor takes Penelope's hand? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? This gentle reader can't wait to find out. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Hello and welcome to the U Up Podcast. I'm Jordana Abraham. And I am Jared Freed. It is so good to be back here virtually with you, Jordana. What's been going on? How you been? How you doing? Are you staying healthy? Are you okay? Is the typing still loud? Can you hear it? It's happening right as we speak. If you can't really? hear it, that's a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> You're like the neighbor in <laughs> Friends. You're you're, <laughs> you, you're just listening for the typing all day long. That's me. Well, we just got into a, a little mini tiff about who had to go into the bedroom to take their call, even though I told him that I was recording a podcast at three. Um, yeah. Podcast, like, I feel like, takes press. I mean, I'm, I'm saying that because I had to, you know, Jess is in the hallway on a phone call. So I'm taking your side because it helps me out as well. Right? I don't know. I thought, um, so. You know, I feel like a recorded production, you know, you can, a a phone call can be taken anywhere. That's the real difference. Right. Well, and then, well, he's like, well, like, are you posting the video? And I'm like, well, I don't know. (laughs) We don't know what's going to happen. I already called dibs. Anyway. Yeah. Um, (laughs) that's one of the, the, uh, I think exemplary quarantine tiffs that one can expect. Listen, it's, um, it's all out there. It's all happening. All the arguments are had right in front of each other. You can't get away from each other. It's just, uh, Mm -hmm. you know, I think this is like one of those things that like, I think the best thing that I've done is I always just go, what? Tell me now. Tell me what's annoying. Get it out. Let's have Let's it. Do this. Give it to me. Let's do it. Let's duke it out now because we got to do it. Because there was a one point where I tried tiptoeing around it, and I was like, "No, no, no, no. this ain't gonna work for me. We get, we gotta, we gotta, right. we gotta wrestle this out right now." It's the only way to right survive. It's the only way to survive is constant communication, constant "Are you okay?"s constant "Hey, what's on your mind? Tell me. Give me a hug right. now." You know. Yeah, you're the forest hugger too. We'll talk about that. We we have some special guests on at the end of this episode. Yeah, we're 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 very excited to be joined by Taylor Tomlinson and Sam Morell. They're great. They're a recent couple that quarantined together. So we thought that would be a fun conversation to kind of hear how they're doing it because uh, a lot of that's been a question that people are getting a lot of. It was yeah, they were they were great. We recorded that right before this. Um, have you seen this thing? You know, what do you those Instagram challenges? Have you seen this thing where it's like the first photo challenge? It annoys me. It annoys, it annoys me. me too. The the first photo challenge is annoying because it, it it annoys me because how many? I feel like how many women write into this show, and I and I have to take the guys' perspective on this because that's what we do on this show. But I've been in that position where I've been dating someone for a few months and I'll be like, hey, I think, you know, I don't want to get too serious. And the girl will go, well, who said I want to be serious? 
And it's like, well, I'm not saying that, but it feels like we're going in that direction, and that's not what I'm looking for. Well, you know, do, do, I don't want to be serious. Why? Who says I want to be serious? I'm not looking to get married. That's what girls go straight to marriage, as if that's the next step in the relationship. And well, that's all where we the see it ending. Yeah. Well, all the while, you guys have a photo of the first time we met, just ready to go for a challenge that you don't even know is about to happen. Well, here's here's the thing that bothers me about the first photo challenge is I feel like it contributes to this like glorification of of a thing that actually requires a lot of work and isn't as pretty as like here's because like it's so funny. I see all these girls posting these pictures of these first photos and I'm like, yeah, I remember you when you were in that stage of that relationship and you were a fucking mess. Yeah, like it, it, you were unsure if he was into you and like he was giving and he told you like he wasn't really ready. And like now you're painting to the world this like sure. this image of like well, how things are how things go that isn't real. The, well, we talk a lot about like, you know, social media and how you can like sound good. There's no dis the person that disagrees with it is the miserable shit in the punch bowl type of person <laughs> where where because what you're actually painting and you're I agree with you completely is you're you're painting a picture that the relationship was so good from beginning until now that you guys were like, let's take the first picture together as if <laughs> you and the guy knew that it was just up, up and up. You guys are just the stock market going straight up when the stock market. The reality is it goes like this. It goes up and down and up and down and you hope it goes up and sometimes it crashes. So <laughs> it's like right. that that picture without saying it. It's that you guys had an A, B, C, D relationship. A linear, when, right. A, a linear, linear increasing rise to the top. Right. And the, I had a girl, a girl I used to date. She posted the first picture challenge. And then it was, it, it was a girl I used to date. She posted the first picture of her and her now husband. And it was the first picture. Then she was like, and here's the second date we went on because the first date we got blackout. And then the third picture in the Instagram stories. And she goes, and now we have this. And it was just their baby. And it was like, that's not how it went. It right. didn't go first date, second date, baby. It went first date. Um, I don't know if he wants to go out. He hasn't texted me since we fucked. Right. Uh, second date, because I had to ask third date um he wasn't really even a date we just kind of met up late night fourth date we didn't really have it because we got in a fight and now we have a baby like it's like it, yeah it's, it's, a, not, it's, it's an inaccurate glory it's like a rom it's pretending that your life is a rom-com which absolutely. i also i feel like alienates one of the single people who are looking at it because it makes it think that them think that you're way happier than you are one yes and um and makes them feel bad about their singleness and two, I just think it like it's just bullshit. You're 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 pro well, project. It's a very clear example to me of projecting like a bullshit picture of happiness. Totally agree. Um, the one thing I'll let them off the hook with is nobody posts a picture or like you don't really post a picture thinking of the people that aren't in relationships. You're you're not right. real. I don't think people post a picture like when I post um like a tweet that's like you know, about my girlfriend and I, I, when I post a tweet about us, I like, I'll have one person be like, we get it. You have a girlfriend. And it's like, 
I'm not fucking bragging. I'm not like like right. I'm just I'm that like this isn't. Well, you are actually not bragging because yeah. You but well, for that, if you were a woman, you I think it would be more likely that you kind of would be. It's kind of like you're you're flaunting your thing like a little bit. If a, but not to, not to say that you are bragging, but I think it's kind of like that like Ariel Charna's rant you went on the other day, which I thought was very accurate <laughs> and very on point. You. Where it's just kind of like. Yeah, I mean, it's true for the bigger you get. It's like the bigger you get, the more you kind of have to think about like how does what I'm doing, what does it look like to like other people? What message does it send to people? Yes. What does it say to people? I, yeah, I I hear you. I, I, I do think that like when I post a tweet about Jess and I, it's usually a joke about me being a doofy idiot boyfriend or mm-hmm. me being in a position where like I'm like becoming aware to how relationships kind of work and i think when you post that picture without any semblance of you never think to post like i I would understand that like a non-comedian a non-personality would be like oh first our first picture here's our first picture here's what we look like there's no thought in them to be like oh and here's a picture of uh the shit he left in the toilet like that he forgot to flush like I, i i i do understand that but i I don't know. What would you be your solution? Like if someone posts their first picture, what would you solve it? Like what, how do you make yourself not look like that? Just not participate? Um, I, th- I mean, like you could participate if you want, especially the average person probably doesn't have quite as much weight around the influence. Like isn't influencing people quite as much as like a celebrity or a larger sure. influencer. So like, I don't think the stakes are so high. Like if you really, f- if you want to participate, you can participate, but I think you could participate knowing that like, knowing that it's a little bit of bullshit, which again, like yeah. a lot of the things we do on social media are, it's not like I haven't posted a picture where like, which was, might've been a slightly misleading of my happiness level. Um, sure. I'm not like totally well, immune from, um, from doing that kind of thing. I think it's just kind of like the awareness, especially it's more about, and you can't really control what, what you do or what other people do. It's more about like when you're looking at those things, I think it's important to remind yourself, whether that's about yeah. someone who's showing off their relationship or how or their success or um anything else that that they're they're proud of just the sense of like it's not it's not quite as easy and simple and like happy as it seems like there's a lot of stuff that they're not sharing about those things that well it's also going to be situation it's it's also going to be cathartic to hear us talk about it like i i do think that someone listens to this podcast and has the same you know feeling that we're putting into words which is like I see that picture, I feel bad. And it's up to you and I to be like, yeah, you feel bad because this picture basically makes it seem like these two had this like roller coaster ride to wedding bliss that didn't exist. You guys know I'm a huge fan of Skims. And with warmer weather coming up, I recently tried out one of their t-shirts. Skims makes the best basics and foundations. So it's no surprise that it's the best fitting tee I've ever worn. Finding the perfect t-shirt can be such a challenge, whether it's the fit or the quality. But with Skims, they make the most flattering shirts for everyone. Honestly, I love pretty much everything Skims makes, but I really love their t-shirts. They're like form fitting and they make my body just look that much smoother. I have the soft, smoothing, seamless t-shirt in Onyx. It has 
amazing versatility. It is literally a must-have for a spring wardrobe. They're stretchy, they're flattering. You can dress it up or dress it down. And you don't have to worry about compromising style or comfort. I also have the cotton jersey t-shirt in marble. And it's really just changed the game for me. It's taking the regular t-shirt, it's leveling it up. There's no stretched collars or hems, and it literally fits like a dream. Skims t-shirts are made with innovative technology while always keeping style and comfort in mind. From crop silhouettes to long sleeve layering tees, Skims has something for every fit and everybody. Shop the Skims t-shirt shop at skims.com. Now available in sizes extra, extra small to 4X. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know I sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select you up in the drop down menu that follows. If you're like me and shudder at the thought of low rise jeans and pluck thin eyebrows making a comeback, you're a millennial. And if you're a millennial, it's time to add Clarins multi-active cream to your daily routine. I have to tell you, I'm a huge Clarins fan. I've been using them for years. I love, love, love them. They are such high quality. They're like a legacy brand. My skin always looks better whenever I'm using Clarins products. And it's no different with the Clarins multi-active cream. You've been adulting for a while. So the daily stress of just trying to keep your life together can cause stress aging. Yes, that's a thing. The good news, Europe's number one skincare line has a solution you can trust. Rooted in nature and innovated with science, Clarins has a long legacy of creating industry-first, plant-forward products. Using a skin charger complex made of 2% niacinamide and C. holly bio-extract, Clarins multi-active cream has been clinically proven to target the first visible signs of aging by smoothing lines and wrinkles, refining pores, evening tone and texture, and strengthening the skin's moisture barrier. While multi-active cream can't bring back the golden age of boy bands, it can de-stress your skin. Go to Clarins.com slash UUP and get multi-active day and night cream for 10% off, a free welcome gift, plus free shipping on your first order. That's C-L-A-R-I-N-S dot com slash UUP with promo code UUP, Clarins.com slash UUP with promo code UUP. We do get a lot of questions about social media stuff in this time. I think we should probably talk about that. We do. We had uh, an email. Um, I'll read it. It's about that. Uh, J&J, thanks for the great content to keep us entertained on lockdown. COVID question here. Since in-person dates are on hold, what are your thoughts on when to connect with dates over social media? I matched with this guy on Hinge. We've had some good back and forth over text and one phone call, but he just sent me an Instagram follow request. My account is private. I think that is way too soon because I've never met the guy, but would you two recommend in light of the delays and actually meeting? What, what would you two recommend in light of the, of the delays of meeting people in real life? It's it's, I think this is like such a thin line question because mm-hmm. I, you know what I'll say will sound like it contradicts. I don't think you should be above interactions with people right now, like in the ideas that they propose, but you should also do what feels right for you. So right. like, I, I, I do think that there's a difference. Like if, like if a guy tries to follow you on Instagram, you know, after you guys have had a good conversation on hinge, then you know, it's I to me. I'm like, yeah, that's okay to not accept that request. Mm-hmm. But I would say, if a guy after your hinge conversation says, "Hey, Tuesday, let's do a Facetime," I I think you don't like him that that much if you don't want to do that Facetime. Does it, do you understand the difference okay, yeah. with those two? Like, I think there's a difference between, you know between following you on social media as if you guys known each other seven years and getting to know someone. Explain it to me one more time. So like, I I think there's a difference between 
following someone on social media as if you guys have this whole relationship and are just being friends and just getting to know each other. You Getting to know each other uh, is, isn't done through following and through friending. Getting to right. know each other is through making efforts and picking up the phone and doing a FaceTime and doing a Zoom meeting. Like though one is kind of is is more of an effort than the other. Like one is you just looking to check them out and the other is you actually taking the time to get to know somebody. I I think it's a thin line. Okay. So like you're it, saying it's a, it almost like case by case. Well, I would say like if you're okay with someone, I think when someone follows you on Instagram, they're not doing it to get to know you. I don't think they're doing that to investigate you. Like they're not letting, you know, like they're right. looking, you know, well, they're, they're doing it to, to find out if you're like a little bit of a freak maybe, or if, you know, to see if you just, actually, if you actually look like what, what you say, you, what you, you're showing, what you look like more evidence for, for, you know, defining who you are. Totally. But you could also get finding out what they look like over a FaceTime. Like instead of these like not a bikini painted, shot, not a bikini. Well, that's a thing. That's him. And like if I was to follow someone on Instagram, that is my at, now it's at my convenience. I get to make whatever assumptions I want about you. I can look at you and your family on the holidays. Look at you in a bikini. Look at you all with your friends. OK, they're that hot. They're that, you know, and I can make all my own assumptions without ever having to speak to you again or ever having to, like, make an effort on your time that we all agree on. When you do a FaceTime, it's like I, I just think like it's okay to be like kind of turned off by the Instagram follow, even right. though we're going through a different time where fit, you know. I and I do think that the guy could look at you and go, "Oh, I'm just trying to get to know you." Like people are going to be following you more right now because there is the excuse of, "Well, we can't get together," so I figured I would connect more with you on social media. That to me is bullshit. Right. I, I would agree with that because it's a superficial way, like you said, of like of getting to know someone. If they really want to get to know you, they'll have a conversation with you. They'll devote an hour to speaking with you on FaceTime. Totally. And, and, and when they choose one over the other, they're choosing a very different relationship over the other. You know, like I, I, could, I could sit here. I could go follow someone today on Instagram. If I was, if I was a single guy, I could go follow someone on Instagram Hang around, hang around. It would be the same as me being at the same party with you. Mm-hmm. Where I, I was at the same party, we never spoke, but we looked at each other across the room. Then in six months, I could say, hey, remember we met at that party? I, I, I think we were at the same party. That's why I started following you. Uh, we should hang out late tonight. Now it's like, oh, well, I know him and I trust him. You've built trust that really wasn't deserving to you. Right. What if? What if they did like... Um, what if you start speaking to someone on the apps during this thing? You have a FaceTime date. FaceTime date goes well. After the FaceTime date, then they follow you. Um, I would be okay with it. I, again, that's kind of when it comes down to like what you're comfortable with. If you're comfortable with that, like I think it's okay to be uncomfortable with that. Mm-hmm. That's like like I I think it's okay to be like, hey, for my own sanity, I'm not gonna mix these worlds because I think mix right. like I think like. You know, we've talked a little bit about this. I'm not going to subscribe to constant updates about your life. Exactly. That's like, fair. Let's see. Let's see how this goes. Let's see how much effort you make otherwise to get to know me other than the, you know, like the book report you're writing about my life via these Instagram updates. 
Right. Yeah. You know when I, you, you know when you like meet someone when you, you see someone and you haven't seen them in forever, but you know everything about their lives. Yeah. You know, like, and then you see them. Like, I always like whenever I see someone like that, I go, "Hey, the vacation looks awesome." Like, I mm. always get in front of it because I don't want to like reveal that I ha- have this knowledge that I didn't even like want to have. You could have knowledge about people via Instagram and Instagram stories and via Twitter and via like all social media without even w- trying to. Right. It's also just funny. People, like like you said, like people follow each other so casually now, but they, without thinking what, when you're, when they think it's so easy, like, oh, I'm just, you're just following someone. It's no effort. It's no nothing. But it's actually like if someone, if you replace the word with follow with get consistent and daily updates about what you're doing yeah. all day, like that makes it a lot, a, a lot bigger of a deal. And that's actually what it is. Yeah. And, and, and I you think know? it's like, you know, it, it's actually self-protection. Like when we say like, like when like it, to me, it's like when Stops women emotionally say, masturbating. Well, that's that's true. But when women say like, well, I feel like I get too connected to a guy if we have sex. Like that's a totally normal thing to say because it's sex, and we were like, okay, you were naked and all that. You could say the same thing about Instagram. I think I get too emotion. Like you could own the fact that I get too emotionally connected with people I follow on Instagram and I'd like to keep you away from that because I don't want you mixing in with my best friends and with my, the guys I used to date and with the guys that, you know, the, my, Mm -hmm. the guy I know from high school and my parents. I think it's totally okay to say that I'm not ready to let you into that part of my life yet because you wouldn't, if you wouldn't actually introduce them to those people, why are you digitally introducing them to those people? And digitally mixing them in with them yeah. in the same group. They're not a punk. You wouldn't have them at the same party. Exactly. If you wouldn't do it in yeah. real life, I don't think you have to do it virtually. Um, I think that was a very good answer if I do, if we do say so <laughs> ourselves. We, we did it. Let's do some awkward yeah. sex. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Send in your awkward sex, UUP at Betches.com, UUP at Betches.com. Hey, hey, my favorite life coaches. This is a very specific scenario, but I feel the global crisis has made it a bit more relatable. During the record-setting California wildfires in the summer of 2018, an old high school classmate post-college fling of mine planned to be in town for a night before heading to a family event. I just moved back to my hometown for a job, so I was staying with my parents while I found an apartment. Luckily, my parents planned to be out of town when uh, he was supposed to visit, so I basically planned on a sex marathon. Well, after many hours of drinking and flirting, we finished round one and then heard a knock at the door. He answered half naked to find my grandparents. They'd been worried about the evacuations due to the fire, and I decided to drive south and crash at my parents' house, obviously oblivious to my parents being out of town and my X-rated plans. Dressed in a robe and with cum running down my leg, I helped, <laughs> I helped my grandparents get settled in. And then because we'd ha- been, had enough drinks and we, uh, we resumed my planned activities. As if that weren't enough, the weird sex part is that two months later, while sexting, he told me that I'd, the way I'd handled the situation was sexiest thing he'd ever seen. And he just wanted to bend me over the couch right then. Natural disasters highlight uh, the best and worst parts of us and not sure where this falls. Hope you can find a good name. What do we think? Um, I like this story. It's It's very much like 
I I agree. It's a uh, it's it's kind of hot. You're 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 just owning the situation. You're remaining cool, calm, and you're continuing about your day. Yeah, I I'm with him. I don't. I think I'm with him on thinking she's hot for how she handled it. This is definitely hot. Um, the idea of a woman taking control, being like, I got cum on my legs. I don't give a fuck. Grandma, get the hell downstairs. I made the bed. Grandpa, I got your hot milk. And now we're going to go out and I'm going to go fuck again. Like, that's hot. That's the, like, that's kind of the equivalent of, like, a girl taking the, um, taking the, the, the hair and putting it up in a bun to suck a dick. Like, that's great. <laughs> I was going to say a guy, like, rescuing you from, or taking charge, but your, or, your or analogy that. works too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I just like there's like so I, I do have his back on it being hot and thinking back to that moment. I don't understand why if I was at someone's house, I would never open Answer the door, their door for their house. I agree with that. That's very bold on his part, too. Like, like, well, who is he? The, the Like, hey, oh, what's up, Nana? Oh, I was just fucking your, your granddaughter. Like, what? How do you even right. open the door? Like, I don't care how drunk you are. I, I would literally, if I heard the doorbell, I would, I go, ah! And then I'd like run behind <laughs> the, the fucking counter and be like, don't tell Nana that we have sex. I don't know what we're doing. You know, like. Yeah, that's very presumptuous. I once, my stepdad once, um, I was at my mom's house and I logged into my Netflix account and then I forgot to log out. And I got home and I put on my, on like the Netflix and my stepdad Ken had like made his own account. <laughs> oh my! That, yeah, that's that's <laughs> it was like Jordana kids. Ken, I'm like Ken. We're not at that Ken. level. <laughs> Get your own. Ken, what what's wrong with you? Just help yourself <laughs> to an account. <laughs> Do you have a name for this uh, this sexual encounter? Um, I just had. Uh, how about the uh, California wildfire crotch? Wild, I like that. The wildfire crotch. Uh, I like the, um, um, I was going to call it s- s- old salty leg. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just for the cum leg situation. Yeah. Uh, g- grandpa's coming to dinner. And you spelled cum, cum. Oh, I like that. That's yeah, good. Um, yeah. I, I, I was thinking, um, no, that's all I got. Is it a red flag or deal breaker? I think this is great. I think it's good. It's positive. Yeah. And has anything ever happened like this for you? Um, no, I would say the closest thing was Ken making his own account. On my own. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess I've I I mean uh there's been like some sexual counters in this in this household that have come up against the clock of a Zoom meeting. Oh, but wow. that's really <laughs> like where it's like, no, I gotta sign on in three minutes. And it's like, okay, okay. And that does have the feeling of like you do kind of sign on going just like, hey, cool, hey everybody. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, what's uh, up? A little, I'm a little out of it today. Oh yeah, I'm just uh, a little sweaty. <laughs> well, glad things, glad things are spicy over there. Spicy. Summer is just around the corner, so it's time to say goodbye to those jackets and sweaters, and hello to shorts and tees. 
I wanted to update my wardrobe for the long haul without spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince. Now I have a lineup of timeless pieces I want that will keep me looking fresh year after year. I'm wearing a Quince sweater literally right now. They make the best cashmere sweaters and they're so well-priced. It's like, honestly, my dream store. I also have an amazing down comforter from them. They cut out the middleman and they really just give you these really, really high quality items that last a long time and that they're at an amazing price point. Quince has amazing items like premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes the savings on to us. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. So you can feel good about what you're wearing on every level. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash UUP for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash UUP to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash UUP. Nothing gives me naked confidence like really nailing a tough workout. There's a real sense of power that comes from pushing your body to its limits and conquering it like a champ. But a very close second, Lumi Whole Body Deodorant. It's the game-changing whole body deodorant for those who love feeling confident from head to toe. And you up listeners can now receive a special offer. New customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code and link. Use code UUP at LumiDeodorant.com. L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Making sure that I smell good is like one of my top things to feel confident. If I'm scared that I might be like having an odor, that is going to totally throw off my confidence. So I love Lumi so I can feel confident that I'm smelling fresh every day. Lumi is seriously safe to use anywhere on your body. Yes, anywhere. It's baking soda-free, paraben-free, and pH-balanced for safe use below the belt. Lumi is formulated and powered by mandelic acid to stop odor before it starts. More like a pre-odorant. It's clinically proven to block odor all day and control odor for up to 72 hours. Choose from a variety of bright scents like clean tangerine, lavender sage, or toasted coconut. Lumi's starter pack is perfect for new customers. It comes with a solid stick deodorant, cream tube deodorant, two free products of your choice, like mini body wash and deodorant wipes, and free shipping. As a special offer for our listeners, new customers get 15% off all Lumi products with our exclusive code. And if you combine the 15% off with the already discounted starter pack, that equals over 40% off their starter pack. Use code UUP for 15% off your first purchase at lumideodorant.com. That's code UUP at L-U-M-E-D-E-O-D-O-R-A-N-T.com. Let's do some emails. You ready? Yeah. All right. I'll read it. Hey, J and J, love the podcast. Been a loyal listener from the start and very bummed your Boston show got canceled, Jared. They're not canceled. Postponed. Postponed. I'll be there in the fall. Postponed. He'll be back in the fall. I have to pay for this new apartment. Please fucking come. (laughs) Don't be upset. Just maintain your ticket. Postponed. Uh, So I met this guy on Hinge mid-February and we hit it off right away. We went out on two dates, stayed in contact through each of us taking a vacation, hung out two times after that during the beginning of the city's lockdown, no quarantine in place yet. Then quarantine hit and we haven't been able to see each other now for a couple of weeks. Our texting started dwindling down and maybe we would have have one convo every two to three days or so. We'll also add in that we have hooked up. Early into our dating, I noticed he changed his Hinge profile um, around but didn't think too much into it since we had only gone out twice. And now during quarantine, he has changed his profile again, twice. So I decided to just cut my losses here and text him how I felt. Please let me know if this was the right way to go about these things. I didn't really feel like consulting my friends about this, haha, but I'm a little embarrassed 
photo attached. Also, he never answered, and it's been a full day now. Would love to hear your thoughts. All right. I'm okay. Gonna re- You're going to re- read her message that yes. she sent him she after writes, two times the hinge update. Twice, four times, it sounds like. Two yeah, in it was the beginning, four times. Two recently. Yeah. Um, hey, random, but I noticed that you've changed your your hinge profile a couple of times since we met. First of all, this isn't to- <laughs> this isn't random at all. <laughs> random. This is the least random like thing. Random, aka like I've been thinking about this nonstop <laughs> for the past thirty six hours and just trying to figure out how to vocalize this. Random, <laughs> but your profile comes up every time I pull up Hinge. Random, but I noticed that you're, you've changed your Hinge profile a couple of times since we've met. Granted, we met on Hinge and have only hung out a few times. I tried to not let it bother me, but the continuation of the changes is now starting to make me feel like shit. It feels embarrassing to me that you are actively changing your profile, trying to find a better, quote-unquote, suitor than you, than you have already met. Obviously, we haven't talked about putting a label on anything, and quarantine isn't helping, but I did tell you that I, that I like you. Um, I think we're just looking for different things right now, and maybe it's best if we don't stay in touch. Yeah, I, 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 I have no issue. She, her question, I guess, was, um, um, did I do this? Was this the right way to go about it? And I, I... I here's what I will never I'll never tell her she's wrong. She's not wrong for how she felt. Um, I don't know what this the way she wrote this message, I think, um, is dishonest. I would call this and I've been there and I've thought I've thought these thoughts and maybe I've even written them but not sent it, which Mm. is I mean, it's totally this is what I would like to call spiraling. Yeah, right. Where it's like, and I've done it before and I get what it is um, and I get how you can get there and I can get how you cannot see it while being in it. But it's when a, a little thought pops into your head and then you turn it around, you turn it around and it spirals into this thing that is like this very offensive thing and you jump to all these conclusions and you paint this picture of this like person doing something to you and then you're suddenly a victim when nothing has even really happened. Yeah. Um, I mean, but in your I, mind, well, something in your d- mind, that's not really. Don't you think it's okay for her to be let? She can be let down that she's seen updates to a profile of a guy that she's gone on dates with. Like, obviously, you're two on you two can, different pages. I agree. You can be like, it can be a little disheartening. But I think what it's she's done, I agree. It's disheartening, right? But I think that what she's allowed it to do is spiral into a thing that, that means more than it does. And she's basically projecting these feelings onto this person when she's saying like, you read this text, this is her imagining what this guy is thinking. Yeah. Placing those thoughts on him and then blaming him for those thoughts when he never said any of these things. She's, well, yeah, she's thinking them, right? She, she's but saying, she also, but she also, you're, you're the problem is she's right. Like, like he's not thinking of it as I'm looking for better suitors. Well, I got the old wench back home. Let's see what I can catch <laughs> in the sea. Like, he's not thinking of it that way. But right, that's that's what I'm saying. She's like, she spiraled yeah. her thought into projecting that thought onto him, and now it's like he's in this grand scheme to like abandon and find a better suitor. Yeah, like, her. but but to, but to me, it's like it, it, it's like um, you're saying it doesn't you even went, matter. 
well, the way she put it, it doesn't matter because he can't really disagree with it. Like he, like it's like when if if you stole a candy bar from Seven Eleven and they called it a felony, you'd be like, uh, okay, uh, yeah, I guess you got me. Like you know, like I, I, I think she has no. What she did, this text, like for her to say she was embarrassed, embarrassed to who? Like, right. That like, was my other nobody, question. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, that, that. So what she's trying to do is to the, this text. I don't think there's a difference between is she asks her question is very specific. Is this the right way to go about things? Well, if you, it, I don't think it's wrong to feel upset. Just like we both said, it's not wrong right. to feel disheartened. I think the way you went about it is in a way where you left the door. You're like, and he hasn't even answered. You brought, you dumped him, but you didn't dump him. Like you, like you did everything but dump him. You made this dumping his decision. You left the door open for him to come back and go, no, I didn't mean it that way. And let's go out and let's be more and I'll get off the app. And I don't think that's the way to get someone to like you more or to right. go down the road with you towards a more serious relationship. I think you, this person wanted her feelings reaffirmed by them. So she's put her feelings in this guy's hands and was hoping for an answer back. She texted looking for a specific answer back. Which you always say, do not do. It's, yeah, that's the wrong way to go. Right. To me, that's like, you know, she needs to have more confidence in her feelings and own what she likes more than going, well, if he likes me, I like him. Because that's what this text kind of is well, is getting him to right. try and say. And it's trying to make him lie to her, which is not really, she should, you either end it, you either see it, understand that this isn't as far along as you would like it to be because you like him a lot and you go forward with that information or you end it and you did the in-between is my issue. Right. If I were her, I think I would have said like, hey, um, I happened to notice that you were, you. I went on Hinge total. I noticed that you changed your profile picture a couple of times. I get it. It's early in us dating. I'm not like a you haven't done anything wrong by still being on the apps. That's not like I, it, but I do kind of feel like I'm a little further along in this. And so it hurt, it hurt my feelings a little bit. So I'm just wondering, like, before I get too invested in this, just wondering like where you were at with this, or do you feel like this is going somewhere? Do you feel like, um, you're but didn't he not- answer, but didn't he answer that by changing his profile? Like, isn't that already answered? Well, maybe he did that just kind of out of, like, boredom or, like... I mean, you. I guess you would know that part better. But I, for me, no, I'm kind of like... I feel like you can kind of casually... You can be, like, browsing something and, like, still dating people and keeping your options open. While if you, Even if you do, you are still pursuing someone more seriously. I don't, I, I don't think that he's wrong for updating his profile. I think he's within his rights. I also think that he could update his profile while still very much liking getting to know this person. That's what you know, I'm like saying. I, I, yeah, I think well, that's, both can that's be why, true. Right. Well, that's why I think her, the way she should have gone about it was, was to just be like, this is what I noticed. This is how it made me feel. Um, I kind of felt like for, for me to have some peace of mind, I just I would love to know a little bit more about how you feel about the situation just because it brought this to the light that we might be on different pages. Yeah. I don't know how he answers that. Like, uh, you know, like uh, the answer isn't really like going to get her anywhere. Like if I was asked that, I would be like, 
yeah, I enjoy our time together, but I'm also still dating people and I'm still out there. Like, uh, well, then, you know, and then, well, then she can say, like, okay, I feel like I'm a little bit more invested in this than you, and I'm looking for someone who's kind of on the same page as me. Um, so like yeah. maybe we're not, maybe we're not the match. But I'm saying yeah. to do it like that would be not to be not to be like placing the blame for her feelings on him. And yeah. like, like the way she's doing it here is she spiraled again this emotion, which is a valid emotion, but then she's placed it on him and and blaming him for how she feels which he's is not responsible for yeah yeah i'm with you i i think if i i mean i guess my text to him would have been i saw this um i like you it it sucks that i saw that uh just want to let you know and now it's up to him to like say you know, I, at that point, I guess it would be his responsibility to pursue you or not. But nobody likes to be in that position of like the vagueness of that. Like, mm-hmm. you know, like let's say she sends that text, "Hey, I like you," and I saw this on Hinge, and it kind of sucks. And like his response could be, "Why are you on Hinge?" You know, you're on there she could too. Be like, Cause just I'm because you didn't update you. you. Well, <laughs> that or but just because she didn't update her profile doesn't mean she's not still on there. Right. So it's like she hasn't deleted it. So like, you know, that that point from him would be like, yeah, you haven't deleted it. Um, We're obviously both still out there. We're in this kind of like gray area of the quarantine where I can't come see you. We can't see me. I can't hang with you enough to get me away from this app. That's a lot of times people. No one's going to say that. (laughs) I know. But I'm saying like, but a lot of times people leave the app because they are caught up with a person already like that's what gets you off of the app that's why so many people are like hey i thought i deleted it and my account's still on there Mm -hmm. like that's kind of why that happens is people and that's a pretty like okay response to go yeah we were dating and i'm and i was into this and i i kind of like lost track of the app that's not really my priority right now you've been more of a priority than the app that you you know the person at a certain point takes over for the app and that's kind of the more natural way than two people looking at each other and going, let's delete on three. Like, that's not <laughs> the way it happens. The way it happens is you use it less and less because you're less interested in looking because you're spending time with someone new. Right. I think what she did, though, is she's like, she's seeing that he's updating the app and she's like, why is this person doing this to me? Yeah, right? I agree. Like, like why am I not good enough for this person that they feel the need to still be updating and finding new people on the app? Like she's made this action, which probably has almost nothing to do with her. Mm-hmm. And it's, made it, it, su- it, it, it sucks because it's like if someone was like, came up to you and was like, had hidden camera footage of Mike a month into you guys dating. So like if if someone like followed him into a bar and then the hidden camera footage saw him smile at someone like that would that's never going to happen. But that's kind of the equivalent of this. Right. It's like um, it's like getting footage from a from a, yeah, a guy in a bachelor party a month into dating. Yeah. Like, I don't you don't want to see that. <laughs> and and you would never have to be put face to face with it. But like updating the profile is the equivalent of like shooting a, shooting eyes at someone. When you're a month into dating someone, like that can happen. And it and if you live in a world where that doesn't happen, you're living in delusion. Right. And it's the right, it's the kind of thing where it's like sucks that you know about it. And mm-hmm. if we live in a world where it's pretty easy to find out about that kind of thing. So like, do you think the solution is to just like not check? 
Um, I think the solution is if you like this guy enough to 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 get mad at him being on an app, then you liked him enough to delete the app yourself. So like, you know, like like that that's kind of the the issue here. It's like, oh man, this really hurt me. I actually like this guy. Maybe it's time for you to delete the app and go hey and let them know that. Hey, I just want to let you know I've deleted the app and I, I I'm concentrating on us. Um, and that's a harder thing to do. Like I'm not saying that's like an right, easy, especially piece given of that you know that they're updating yeah, it and it's then it's a real it. test. <laughs> but if you if if you said if you deleted the app and you concentrated your your conversations on this guy, maybe you know they would see that you're get you know putting more pressure on them to hang out more and FaceTime more and Zoom more, and then they would maybe say to you, "Hey, I'm not there yet," or they would go along with you. Right. That's you setting the standard, like we say. Yeah. Well, anyway. we did it, Jordana. Once again, um, we're very excited. We have a special guest coming on the show, Sam Morell and Taylor Tomlinson. Uh, it's a great interview. It's a lot of fun with both of them. So interesting to hear a couple that's, you know, kind of been pushed a little, nudged into moving in together in the quarantine age. Exactly. Um, and we'll be right back with them. You know that feeling when you're going on your first date with the person you've been seriously crushing on and realize you have absolutely nothing to wear? Maybe you find yourself wishing you had the perfect pair of jeans, the one you can fancy up, fancy down, and just look better every time you wear them. Well, that's why you need to check out Lee Denim. I love Lee Denim. I'm wearing them today in the office. I'm wearing their jeans. I love, they also have this other pair that I have at home that I'm really excited to wear. It's like a little baggier, but it's still so comfortable and yet it's still so flattering. I don't know how they do it. Every time you wash it, they also look even better. And I love that they flatter every body type. Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. A classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG, what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right, and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com. That's lee.com to shop spring looks now. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. What I love about Shopify is basically how no matter how big you want to grow, Shopify gives you everything you need to take control and take your business to the next level. I know we use Shopify here at Betches, and honestly, anyone with any kind of business could really benefit from Shopify. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout, 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklyn, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash betches, all lowercase. 
Go to shopify.com slash Betches now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Betches. Hello and welcome back to the U Up podcast. Uh, very excited to have two guests today for your quarantine content life. Uh, this is a very cool uh, episode for us. It's a very different one. Both of them are hilarious comedians. They both have specials that you can watch literally right now. One on Netflix, one on YouTube, and they're out there and they're wonderful and fantastic. Sam Morell and Taylor Tomlinson, thank you guys for coming on. Thanks for having us. Of course. This is, this is so cute. You, they even share a mic. Yeah. <laughs> we're just really, we're not good at technology. <laughs> How many times have you gotten that, that that this is cute? Like, like I mean, this is like this seems to be every. I feel like every woman's dream, every guy's kind of nightmare is what you guys are involved in. <laughs> well, my nightmare was back in New York in my studio apartment. That was my that, nightmare. So being in a two bedroom in LA is is doable. This is not that bad. Yeah. So, when he was so considering for, going back, I was like, "What?" <laughs> yeah. There's space and sun and heat here. Yeah. It's it's fun, you know. We're we're cooking a lot. We're watching movies. We're, you know, she's easy to cook for because uh, she smokes weed and she's a vegan, so anything tastes good to her. So Perfect. she thinks I'm a good cook. Oh, wow. and I'm, I'm not. not a vegan, but sure. <laughs> but she but she eats mostly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mostly do. Yeah, vegan. yeah, yeah. Not a lot of meat. No dairy. Nothing fun. Wait. So back up for for those less acquainted. Tell 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 the world, our listeners, about like how you guys met, what your situation is, and like the deal with like your new quarantinement relationship thing. Can we like, get, let's get a little background. So, you know, we're both comics. So we had, we had messaged before and then we just, uh, I was in LA and asked if she would open a show I was doing and, and she was nice enough to say yes. And then, you know, just started texting a bit and it kind of went from there, you know? That's such a that's such a dude version of the story. Like it's so right. like fast and like I don't want to give any details. Just like <laughs> you know, we just were talking and then we texted and you know, just I don't know. Now we're here, <laughs> right? There's no specific day, so they can't like I, you know like. No, he's good they're, at they're remembering a, specific yeah. days. Actually, I'm just succinct, and somehow that's been turned into an insult. <laughs> I don't know how, how that's how having good word a uh, word economy is a bad thing. Apparently, now. oh my god, uh, with Jared, you would ask him like when how long he's been dating his girlfriend he'd be like we don't need to talk about that <laughs> dating for however long well, that feel like we've been dating <laughs> it always feels like a got you moment i don't understand why people have to know the date like what's that gonna do for you like and then now we're a week apart and she's like what happened during that week this definitely have i've gotten it wrong a couple times where i'm like yeah it's been like five months and he's like it's been six like yeah. i think we've both done it for sure now you guys how so how long have you been you know dating and did the quarantine push things along like at what point were you you know were you in the relationship and was that like hey let's let's do this together was there ever a talk how did it was it more natural we were just about six months, which is like right as the honeymoon period is supposedly ending. So it's like, oh, and now you're together all the time. And uh, I mean, we, we were long distance. So this for us is like such a treat. Yeah. I mean, for really any comedian, no, no stand up comedian who's on the road every weekend sees their partner every day 
and get to sleep next to them every night. So this is the longest we've ever been with anybody yeah. that we've been in love with. So I was like, oh, let's see how it goes. Maybe for like a second at first, but I did really want him to stay. And like, we've been having a great time. I mean, I think, I think we probably bicker less than we did when we were long distance. Yeah, it's pretty, it's pretty good. Uh, and Taylor's right. You know, the, the honeymoon stage just ended, the fire went out and then we went on <laughs> lockdown. So that was great. Which uh, made things hot again. But uh, no, yeah, it was a make or break moment. You know, I'm here in LA. I was, kind of, I was supposed to be at the Tempe Improv uh, that weekend. And I was like, all right, do I get stuck in Phoenix or stuck in a hotel room? You know, or do I stay in Los Angeles? So it was a pretty easy choice, you know? And I think, yeah, I think it's getting better when you're on FaceTime all the time and arguing. You can't communicate healthily through text. So, so to be together and kind of talk things out, we have, we have a moment where sometimes we'll like pick at each other and then we pause and we're like, is this fight worth it? Right. Mm. <laughs> right. You know? And then we turn on the news and we look at the death toll and we go, yeah. Yeah, maybe it's fine that yeah, you things, didn't do the dishes. Yeah, you know, I feel someone, like someone we know yeah. dies and we're like, wait, maybe that thing you said in that tone is forgivable. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> well, what's interesting is that you said it was like an easy decision. There's a lot of people out there and we hear from them on this podcast being like, well, like I've gotten many, many emails and Jordana, we've gotten these emails that are like, hey, my boyfriend and I've been together four months and he decided to go home. And I decided I was like, hey, why don't you come over here? And he was like, well, um, uh, you know, like and it is kind of like Sam, you said it where it's like that was easy to say. Like, what would I rather do? Be with you or be in the hotel? And some people are choosing the hotel. <laughs> I know. Well, I don't think it was. I don't think it was an easy decision. I no, think we it's talked tough because there it. Yeah. It was a part where I was like, well, you know, you feel like I'm a New Yorker. I'm a native New Yorker. So part of me feels like a traitor for not going through the bad parts that the New Yorkers have to go through. You're on our list. <laughs> <laughs> it's my fault. <laughs> um, yeah, no, there was definitely like that day where we were deciding it was definitely like a high pressure day where there was, there was like an hour where he was like, I got to go back. And I was kind of like, yeah, I mean, I, I get it. I don't want you to for, you know, safety reasons. I don't want you on a plane. I mean, I think New York's going to escalate. Like, I, I had a lot of reasons why I wanted him to stay here selfishly, but I was also like, look, we've been together six months. I understand if you need to, to go back and be, like, at least near your family and your life. And, uh, I mean, then we went grocery shopping, and he bought snacks he liked. And he was like, I guess I'll I'll hang out. <laughs> Once I hit the liquor aisle, I was like, all right, I guess I'll stay. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, it, it's it's a big decision, you know? And, and, but then the thing that you have to realize is if I get on the flight right now, I don't know the next time I'm going to see her. So you got, I totally get couples not wanting to take that next step because if you're not getting along great, this is, I mean, this is big. To, to, to lock down during a global pandemic, that's like, you know, that's a bit, it's yeah. a big step. Yeah, and it's Feels not like in you're a like Cosmo rushing. article. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah. You're be. like rushing a sorority or fraternity together. You're like Absolutely. in it. Yeah. Got, yeah. Well, yeah. the other the, like I I think also like you guys what's got to make you said it's been fun. Like you guys, you know, for the people at home, go follow Sam and Taylor on Instagram cuz they're putting out you know, you're putting out like uh like a web series an Instagram series. I don't know what what you would call it, an Instagram series that's great of like quarantine couple. And like you're doing a project together, like that's got to be fun and awesome too. Like as opposed to you know, like you know, there's times in my day where I'm like kind of like I'm living with my girlfriend now in her studio apartment, 
and I put on headphones sometimes just to get out of her way. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> you know, like I just want to like, okay, I'll be in the headphone room just to like, right. so I'll shut up and I don't like, you know, start screaming and saying things. So I'm just like, I'll listen, go in my own head. And she's like, well, what's going on? And I'm like, what, what? Hello? Sure. <laughs> you know, just like doing that all day where at least you guys are like kind of like working together a little bit. We kind of had to. I think, you know, you know, when we lose four months of work on the road as stand up comics, you kind of think, well, what are we going to do to get even an illusion of control, you know, to feel mm -hmm. like we're doing something that we have control over. So making sketches and we're doing a, a podcast now where we just because we're watching new movies every night. And we're doing that couples thing that a lot of couples do. Where we're like, you have to see this movie. It's important to me. So now we're doing a movie podcast where we watch the movie with the person and kind of break down why it's important and why they should have seen it. And uh, it, it's just, you know, between that and doing sketches, it's you feel like you're being semi-productive given the circumstances, I guess. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Sam was saying the other day, he's like, I feel like we're busier than we've ever been because there's so much like, there's just so much you have to do every day. Like we're doing a lot of like f phone interviews and, and obviously like zoom podcasts and, and mm -hmm. obviously still kind of semi promoting those specials that we put out right before this to, to hopefully translate on into tickets on the road, which now is not a thing. So now we're just trying to like maintain momentum if that's even possible right now. But it feels like it feels like for everybody in the entertainment world anyway we're all kind of doing that we're all just like all right how do we stay somewhat relevant through this and should i even be doing that or should i just like hunker down and be quiet for a minute but once we got into like oh may's canceled too we're like yeah yeah then <laughs> we need to do a podcast and in addition to our podcast we already have like let's try to stay as yeah. busy as possible well even trump is talking about his ratings even trump is freaking out <laughs> the entertainer and trump is like i'm still doing good numbers guys right that's so funny so do you feel like like for relationships let's say in in that spot where you were you're not living together but you're like an established couple this is sort of a like make or break it kind of like thing like you're going <laughs> like you're either gonna leave you're gonna leave the quarantine like way closer or you're gonna leave and be like well like i definitely got it i know what it's like to be with that person and i am either interested or i'm not that's interesting i mean i think for us there's nobody else we could have quarantined with is the yeah. other thing. Like we were coming off of so much traveling. I, I had come home two days before everything shut down from a run on the road that was Las Vegas, New York, Cleveland, and then back to LAX. So I was like, and he was coming off of a similar schedule and it was like, I mean, we probably have been exposed to it at some point, right? Yeah. And and at this point, if one of us gets sick, the other one's definitely going to get sick because we've been close to each other the last couple of days. Um, you know, so for me, it was like, look, if you go home, you can't see your family, at least not right away. I can't see my family. Um, so that was probably a factor as well for us. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know how it would have been if we had been dating like three months yeah. and we lived, you know, an hour away. Because I have, I mean, I have a younger sister who's been dating somebody for a year and they're staying apart to be careful because they're both still working and they live in the same city. So yeah, I'm sure it's a make or break for a lot of people. But I also feel like if you are quarantined, even with the wrong person, you're probably just happy someone's there. 
right? That's probably true. It's like, here are your options. Yes. Yeah, there, but you can't, one you can't do that though. Because if, you, if you're that person, if, if you stay with someone just for the company and then it's over one and one of you is like, we're stronger than ever. And you're like, no, that's not what yeah, I was doing. That would that's be devastating. Pretty, that's yeah. pretty fucked up. And then also, you know, people, I mean, I'm sure you guys know people that have broken up right before this. And it's like, God damn, can you imagine choosing isolation over your partner? I mean, that's, I mean, it clearly wasn't meant to be. Yeah. Yeah. I think if, I think if someone realized mid quarantine with me that they didn't want to be with me, I I would want them to just leave immediately and like hopefully get in and get out there and, you know, be like. You also have a lower bar though now, don't you think? I mean, like, we fight about, like, I'm not, you're not going to fight with someone in quarantine. Like, man, I hate the way she chews. You know what I mean? You hate the way I chew? (laughs) No, that's, it was an example Uh of someone that. Seems like you came up with it pretty quick. It was a fight you would not pick (laughs) in the scenario, Taylor. Uh, yeah, I totally agree. I think, uh, I think this is like a terrible time to find out a deal breaker. Like I, I would hate to find out like a deal breaker in quarantine and then have to make the decision where they're like, I actually don't want kids ever. And I hate them. And you're like, Ooh, okay. I mean, I guess you can stay here. Like, right. No, kids are great. (laughs) Um, but yeah, no, we were thinking about like part of us was like like any person like we should get a cat, <laughs> you know, we should foster a kitten, and then it's like in two months, in two months, then what? Then we got to right. give it back. Well, yeah, that's so sad. I and mean, it's your road cat. Yeah, it's, it's on it's like the emotional support cat. <laughs> yes. I mean, in two months, you have. Do you feel like you're in a position to like make the decision of like, like it's got in two months? It could be weird to go. All right, I'll I'll see ya. Like you can't, you know, like that's going to be weird. Right. Yeah. I think we're getting spoiled for sure. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe we'll be separate and we'll, we'll be sick of each other by then and we'll welcome the space. But yeah, I think right now, I mean, for me, at least I want to speak for both of us because I would never do that. Um, (laughs) But do you have a therapist living with you guys too? Huh? Do you have a therapist living with you guys? Too? <laughs> <laughs> that's our next Zoom call after this. Um, yeah, I, I think I think that's going to be tough for me, at least, to go back to like, all right, I'll see you in five or six days. Best case scenario. Well, you know, New York's going to bounce back. You can fly in whenever you want, and uh, you know, no, that's the, that is the that is the weird thing is I've been in LA so much lately, so it was her turn to come to New York for a while. Like we we're yeah. talking, I've been here for like you know like most of february so i was like all right but after this trip you got to come to new york and she was like you got it and now and now this happened i was like well that was a i really should have flipped that that trip or something okay but you were out here doing press and stuff too i mean we were both out here for reasons look what i started guys (laughs) right we'll let you guys play this one out i know in front of us now it was it was my turn i was supposed to be in new york for like all of april and a good chunk of may and uh, he had been here for, for a lot of this year already. And I felt really bad even suggesting that he stay. So when he was like, I have to go back, I was like, I mean, I don't blame you. you know? I, bought, I bought an Xbox for us to play. I got, we got Halo. We're doing co-op missions. It's, I recommend that to any couple. If you have a fight, buy Halo, kill aliens together. It's a great team building activity. Mm-hmm. We got go. a Nintendo Switch. And I feel like it has really help things it's huge right <laughs> yeah yeah it is um, i think you need that bonding you need something when you fight you need like a non see that's the hard part of long distance dating is you have to talk out 
everything. There's no hug. There's no like there, there, you know, it's really, and Mm -hmm. I have to be careful with my hugs with Taylor because she accuses me of, uh, during fights, sometimes, uh, sometimes I'll hug her mid vent. She'll be venting to me. I'm like, there, there, come here. And she's like, you're just trying to cut me off. Yeah. And it worked <laughs> on me for like a month. One, yeah. yeah right. It's like but such like, a you dude look like you, you look like you need a hug. <laughs> right. Yeah, and you're, you're like, like, no, I'm still speaking. <laughs> That's what there that noise is. <laughs> no, no, you've had, you've done plenty here. Come here. I've gotten that one too. I actually, we did really, we did just get a really good email on sort of on the topic of fighting in in a quarantine type situation. I think we should do it. What do you think? Let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. I'll read it. I'll read it. Jared and Jordana, thank you so much for all you do. Been listening since the beginning. Love how the podcast as well. My boyfriend of two years and I are quarantined separately because he got sick early on and had to be isolated. We decided to ride it out apart to be safe since he's in New York City and I'm in Connecticut. I promise I offered to take care of him. I'm not a monster. Since this has started, we've been fighting way more than usual. The stress of being apart, my parents becoming ill, the uncertainty, et cetera, all seems to be taking a toll on the relationship and bringing up issues I don't even know. I didn't even know were there. For example, this morning we got into an argument about he, how he couldn't afford the vacation we took four months ago and is resentful that I made him go. Quote unquote. Uh, what are your thoughts? Are these arguments a sign of? of the times there's or is there a deeper problem in my relationship thanks so much stuck in the suburbs i mean as somebody who will unearth old shit uh just to feel something i <laughs> completely I relate too, it's fun i mean it's great right when you're just like mm, it's 6 p.m and all i've been is hungry and tired today her let's- memory is incredible <laughs> let's feel something else <laughs> let's feel betrayed um i i feel like uh it's definitely the the situation yeah. it's also probably i don't know their situation work-wise but if they're losing work they're probably going back through their head thinking all the times they spent money on something that they shouldn't have or didn't want to right and like going, the vacation. why did i do that yeah oh my god can you imagine taking a vacation right before this <laughs> that would be brutal you're just like let's take some time oh well wow, we lost everything yeah uh, <laughs> right I definitely, I, I agree with Taylor. It's, I, I was just reading this article about how we're all grieving. And I think like this is, we've lost so much, like not just work and, and time and, and socializing, but even like, even a handshake to strangers. Like there, there's a connection we've lost to the world. And I think that that combined with all the time you have off has got to be making everybody a little crazy. So when you're stuck with someone together or apart, they, they're still in a relationship. I, I totally get why that would be adding to extra stress and, and more fights. Yeah, and we're all trying to pass the time any way we can. Have you ever had a fight and just been happy it passed some time? You're like, ooh, that killed an hour right. and a half. <laughs> I think they should both get an Xbox and play on live and get those headsets and they could like kill aliens together. That's my idea yeah. for them. Connecticut, New York, you know, sync up. I think I think also the the big problem that they have is that she that she wrote in her email like Oh, he got sick at the last second. Like she has this whole like sliding doors memory of what went on. <laughs> and, it, and it's like, 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 oh, we just missed being together. Like the, the bus just went by and it's like now we're forced. It's like, I think having that, like that look back is like not really a healthy thing where it's like, well, if we were together, because then you keep saying like, well, if we were together, this wouldn't be this way. I think like there's a little bit of like a, uh, a revisionist history when you, you keep saying, well, if we had just been together, 
I think she has to get used to like this is the reality without mm-hmm. an end date. Like as as much as that sucks, like this is what it is. Get used to it, sister. It's you know like and and it's the same goes for like the money that was spent. Like yeah, well that's things have changed. What are we gonna do? You know like <laughs> I, I like I like you went on a vacation then. <laughs> Um, it's going to be fine in the future. Like there'll be more vacations in the future, hopefully together, but like to concentrate on like, well, you know, we would have been to get, like, I think like there's this thing in, when you write an email where you reference, we would have been together. I don't mm. think she's so sure. Mm. But they've been together two years, right? Yeah. I think okay. if you, wouldn't, if you wouldn't have been together, Otherwise, after two years, that's probably a well. Then why don't they live together? I mean, if 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 once they're both not sick, just why don't they just live with one another if they've been together that long? Yeah, maybe it, that would stop. Yeah, Sorry, it seems on. like it's uh they've like set this like this line in the sand that is crossable. Like you're in the suburbs, take the car, park it in the city, go stay with them for the rest of the quarantine, or. You know, like there's like ways to like get back together. I I feel like doesn't it seem right? Well, that's such I, a New Yorker I, mindset. You come <laughs> to the worst hotbed of any of this, and you stay with me. I'm looking that's outside. What I it's what, so that's bad. absolutely what he wanted. <laughs> like, I would want to. We could still go to the deli. It'll be all right. Yeah, Listen. I was like, are you kidding me? In your studio? He's like, <laughs> he's like, it's fine. It was your turn. <laughs> it's an L-shaped studio. <laughs> well, York- I feel like the. I feel like the bigger question in in this this email or in this kind of que- in this kind of question is it like okay things are st- when things when there's a crisis and things are stressful are, are we supposed to like allow for more fighting or is that or we're saying or these are the times that we should be like extra wary of how the person's responding and almost judge them more for it mm-hmm. so uh, it's kind of like is this like a preview into how you are right. in in difficult situations or do I excuse this because it's a difficult situation? No, no, no. This is the playoffs. The, everything else <laughs> is a regular season game. This is when it counts. How how do they right. handle bad shit? That's important. Yeah. Can you communicate during a bad uh, during a bad fight? Can you make up if you don't have the ability? If the, you don't want to be in an if, if she were petty over every fight, I couldn't be in an apartment with her. You got to learn how yeah. to communicate. That's yeah, why I'm only petty over like ten percent of them. Yeah, I mean, it, I keep it, it low. She's like an agent. She she keeps. <laughs> you reserve the ninety percent for after you get married. <laughs> then you're like, I can release who I really am now. Yes, <laughs> I, I would hate to be in a relationship where every fight came down to, and you made us go to Mexico. Like I would like <laughs> fucking. I'd be like. If I have to hear about Mexico one more time, the thousand bucks that w- is non, you know, consequential to our life, like. You're staying at home. Everyone's saving money. Yeah, I mean, and the reality is like we're all saving money right now. Like moving mm-hmm. less means you're losing less money. Like I know, you know, we've lost income. We've lost, you know, there's things that people have lost. But like if you're staying at home, you know, we got to look at if you can't get over that hump, like when is this ever going to be let go? Right. Yeah. Yeah. People who who bring up past things and fights, it, it can be tiring. You got to You got to you got to stay on the present moment. Talk about what's going on right now. Like, if it sounds like you're holding a grudge. Yeah. I Unless mean, I, you're in a situation where she is currently making you spend money on a vacation again. Right. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. Like, if, you don't, if it's yeah, if it's continuing. I want to go to Milan now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the prices are cheap. It's only sixty-seven dollars to go across the country. And it's like, yeah, because they're all dying there. 
Like, yeah. like, like I, I mean, I'll, 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 I'll talk about my own situation. I, you know, we're moving in the middle of this. Like, I'm moving to oh. a new apartment. So, like, oh damn, you know, there, you know, and my old apartment is like kind of perfect for a quarantine. If I'm, if I'm gonna put it bluntly, like my old you apartment, deck. I had a deck. I have a one bedroom, had a big thing. It was easy to walk around because the sidewalks are big uh, in, in Harlem. And then, but like, you know, we have signed up for this move and I'm like excited for the move. But at the same time, like I can't bring up every five, like it, I can't bring up what would be oh, like, again, my apartment was good for a quarantine. Like, like, right. like, like I didn't, we didn't move with me going, well, what if there's a pandemic? We're going to miss this right. apartment. Right. Like that's right. a fucked up way to like you know have a you know hash out our issues like the vacation thing really it would bother me and I and for me it's like kind of like a red flag deal breaker moment where you're like dude you're still bringing up the vacation that we both agreed to go on that we both had no idea that a global pandemic was coming like yeah. let it the fuck go you're allowed to say no yeah you know what I mean yeah. you can't if you right. say if you cave you can't just keep bringing it up forever no yeah. It, yeah, I, I, I think there's. Yeah, that's you're dealing with someone who's looking for someone to blame. Yes, exactly. even when there's no one to blame. Yeah, well, that sucks. But let's do a uh, let's do some red flag or deal breakers. All right, I'll do the first one. <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> okay. They don't reciprocate your looking forward to seeing you text. Uh, I think it's a little rude. I think it's something you could bring up. I don't do I have yeah. to choose one of the two. I I don't think I would break up with someone over it. I'd probably just say it's a hey. red flag. Yeah, it's, it's a red flag. Yeah, it's a red flag. I you I know? would agree with that. I would agree with that. It it, it speaks to a uh, a little bit of a lack of enthusiasm. Should be annoying. Yeah. What, if, what if they thumbs up your looking forward to seeing you text? Are you Then you did something and they're yeah. mad. Okay. It's almost well, more annoying. <laughs> it's almost more annoying. It is annoying. Yeah. That thumbs up. That thumbs up is so passive aggressive. I hate uh, it. Just give even, me the heart or give me nothing. Yeah. Right. Even if you did that to someone in live, like you were just like, they would look at you go, get the fuck out of my face, you piece of shit. Right. Unless it's from like a parent, a thumbs up is a real fuck you. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah. If they didn't reciprocate my looking forward to see you text, I mean, I'd be like, I would always, if I said, looking forward to seeing you, can't wait to see you, and then they just did nothing, I would go, okay, bye. Like, I would, I like, follow it up. Like, someone you're in a relationship with, if you can't do the follow-up text, okay, bye, you right. piece of shit text, then you're not really in a relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they right. should respond, I'm so sorry, I wasn't looking at my phone. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's, that's why the it's worse to thumbs up. That's why it's worse to thumbs up the thing, because then, then they could be like, well, I, I responded. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can't call them out on like the thumbs up thing because like it's a fake response. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Let's let's do another. They lie to their family that you met online on dating apps. <laughs> they lie and say you met online or they lie and say you met in real life? I think they lie and say that you met in real life when you met online. Red flag. You're just embarrassed to be on a dating app, which is crazy because everyone meets that way now. We didn't because we're better, but most people do. <laughs> we met on Instagram. Kind of. Yeah, I yeah, guess that's there you true. Go. Oh, you met on Instagram? That's the ultimate dating yeah. app. 
Yeah. yeah. So technically, but yeah, uh, yeah, I don't think it's a big deal. I think it probably just also your parents don't get it. Like they didn't, they didn't do that. You know, your mom doesn't know. Maybe your mom does it now, but like no one did that you know 20 years ago so they don't they don't get it yeah think, your mom's like your mom might think so, it's craigslist you're about to go home and meet their parents and they're like hey my mom asks we met in, we met, we at, met a bar. at a bar <laughs> you're like i mean i have okay. a very i have a very honest relationship with my mom she's heard me say horrific shit on stage so sure, uh yeah. i would i would it's not something i would do but i mean uh yeah I, to, if a girl asked me to do it and it was important to her i don't it wouldn't a girl? No, I'm joking. I'm oh, sorry. Uh, <laughs> a woman of age. I don't even get why she's mad at me. It's not a woman me. of age. <laughs> I'm not a pedophile. A woman of age. Yeah, as someone who's who spent a lot of their life uh, bending the truth for their very conservative parents, uh, I would I would not hold that against somebody. I'd be like, sure, whatever. Man at a bar. Yeah, I think I agree. I think it'd be fine as long as they were as long as they prefaced it with like, hey, I know this is really weird. Yeah, that I'm asking you to do this. I, I but think like, go on. Go ahead. I, I think if it's a parent, I'm okay with it. But if it's a sibling, I'm not okay with it. Mm. Because if yeah. it's a sibling, this is like to me. I've been watching a lot of Real Housewives of New York, and <laughs> there's a there's a di- like the idea that like you're self conscious in this like horse race amongst siblings. Like, if you tell your parents, I get it, technology, I don't know how to explain it. They think that everything online is just, you know, Pornhub, and they have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. But if it's a sibling who gets it, who knows what the social media landscape is like, now you're in this, like, Cain and Abel fight that you're fucking dealing with for the rest of your life. So it's a little bit, I'm not saying it's a deal breaker, but it's a little more, it's an elevated red flag for me. Right, that's, that's a good point. I think I think if it's like also a friend, a sibling's more like a friend in in yeah. age. So when they're lying to friends, you're like, "Are you embarrassed about me or something?" So yeah, I, I'm with you, Jared. Yeah, for sure. yeah. What's gonna happen I think when we I can don't use get the that promotion? Role. If the person is 50 and over, we'll yeah. allow the. It's okay <laughs> right. to lie to them. Under that, <laughs> it's okay to lie to the breaker. elderly. That's what I got <laughs> from this. I told my parents we met on LinkedIn. <laughs> really? <laughs> no. <laughs> Are you guys Her on LinkedIn? Don't know about me. <laughs> they do now. <laughs> <laughs> we'll send them. We'll send them the episode. Yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. Here's our last one. Um, red flag or deal breaker? A majority, if not all, the girls he's friends with always post provocative pictures and thirst traps, and he likes them from time to time. Mm, I mean, I think it depends on the severity of the thirst trap. It's like. Um, like this if you want to eat my ass. Like that's yeah, a that's, problem. That's a bad one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Caption dependent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, um, that's fair. Like how naked the person is. If a woman's in like a bikini and she's like, "My mom just recovered from cancer," you can like that probably. Yeah. Who's doing that? I don't know. I'm creating <laughs> scenarios where it's okay, Taylor. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Encouraging I feel like if that you person. Are, I feel like if you're a straight woman and that's a deal breaker for you, you're gonna have a lonely life. Because I've never dated that good a dude who doesn't do that. Hey. I well, haven't. I've never met one. Well, you used to be able to, to keep tabs on this back when there was the Instagram follow page. Right. Now you have to be a, a real psychopath because you've got to manually check everyone. 
<laughs> right. Yeah, you would have Which to even, be a real psychopath. I mean, I'm a, doing <laughs> I'm a huge stalker, and even I don't really do that. So I yeah. assume that that you can't really. You'd have to be really crazy to keep doing it. Oh um, yeah. Can but, I don't even think you can do that because you can't see people's likes. You'd have to like go through the pictures of the girls that you suspected, and then like see and like check the likes. Can you what check is- people's <laughs> likes? I thought you could only check your own now because it was the th- and why oh, are you and- giving her ammo? I, you know, you know, I totally <laughs> forgot. We, we, we'll we'll discuss this later. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll give you the tutorial. <laughs> yeah, give her the run through so she could yeah. be more suspicious. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the friend you don't want it. No one wants their girlfriend to have. <laughs> well, here's how we check. Oh my gosh, I know. Um, have you ever talked to a girlfriend of yours about like checking someone's profile and they're like, "You can use my fake one," and you're like, "What?" <laughs> You just have a fake one. <laughs> That's a we quarantine that fight. That's a quarantine fight. I noticed you like this picture. Fuck, we have eleven hours a day together. Right. This is too much. If if they're liking it, it's like, what's the, you know, it's they're just don't just don't like them. Like everyone's looking, just don't like them. That's my argument. Is like it's yeah. like it's like they just can't though. They just can't not do well, let's it. Let's say let's say they're like really. Let's say this is a friend they've talked shit about in the past. Is it then okay? Like if they're like this friend always posts this shit. Like it's like because it does say the girl all the girls he's friends with. So let's say this dude went to high school with this girl and he's like this girl. You're not gonna believe what she posts. It's crazy but we grew up together. Are you more okay with it? Or is it like, don't like those ever, no matter what? No, then I'm like, why are you, then I'm like, why are you following someone that you're just going to complain about what they post all the time? Like, clearly you want to follow that person. So like, why complain about it? Thou doth protest too much. (laughs) I think it's a red flag. Mm -hmm. I'd get, I'd be able to get That's like the worst way. That's like the worst way to wake up in the morning is to your significant other, just scrolling Instagram going did you like just if that's the first question (laughs) like you're so fucked for the rest of that day who has time to check who's liking stuff though i get the following tab when that was a thing because you just see it right well i guess it's the first name that pops up right if it's someone they went to high school with it would have to be someone you also went to high school with to notice them liking stuff otherwise you're just going to some chick you went to high school with page and going through her stuff. There are people listening right now going, yeah, what's the problem? (laughs) (laughs) We all all have a lot of time on our hands. I mean, now, yeah. (laughs) What better to do it with, to to do with it, right? Yeah. Well, Taylor and Sam, thank you guys so much for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thanks Thanks for for having us. us. Wow, we so much fun. Look at that. You guys like the choir. Let everyone know where to follow you, <laughs> where to get all your stuff. Uh, Taylor has a Netflix special everyone can watch right now. Sam has a special on YouTube. Where's the best place for people to find you both? Uh, I'm at Taylor Tomlinson on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Quarter Life Crisis on Netflix. TTomComedy.com. I'm uh, Sam Morell, M-O-R-R-I-L on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, yeah, special. Just type in Sam Morell. It should be the first thing that comes up on YouTube. And uh, we got a podcast we just started together where we watch and break down movies called This Is Important to Me. It's a lot of fun. We did uh, Goodfellas and Singing in the Rain for the first two episodes. We got Back to School, Rodney Dangerfield, Ep3. Love it's that a good movie. time, man. 
It, that she is, shows me Harry Potter for the first time. It's a lot of weird shit. For the first time. Exactly. Right? Wow. This, this is a great idea for a couple that's quarantined together. What you do is you watch the movie that you see in the title, and then you guys listen in the background. You have the podcast on after you guys watch it together. Let you guys yes. take... You know, let you guys take control of the brains for a couple hours so they don't have to talk to each other. Perfectly. Exactly. <laughs> it's the ideal exactly. pitch. All right. Thank you guys so much for coming on. And that's our episode. Boom. Bye. Thanks, guys. Bye. You Up is hosted by Jared Freed. And Jordana Abraham. Our editor is Sean Kilby. Social media by Abby Lloyd. Artwork by Brittany Levine. Our podcast managers are Mike Coscarelli and Sean Kilby. Be sure to follow us at, at UUPPod on Instagram and email your questions to UUP at Betches.com. Thank you to our sponsor, Netflix. Bridgerton is back, bringing us another scandalous and sexy season. And dearest gentle readers, you will not want to miss this chapter. In season three, longtime friends Colin Bridgerton and Penelope Featherington find themselves in quite the precarious situation. The wallflower is ready to bloom, but she needs Colin's help to find a marriage match. Will these friends defy odds and expectations to find true love? And will Penelope's secret identity as famed gossip writer Lady Whistledown destroy any chance she may have at love? You shall have to watch and see. Watch part one of Bridgerton now, only on Netflix. Betches.